<laughs> God, I wish I got that on tape. Yeah. Yeah. So you got it on the right stings now, Trev. We're using the Rodecaster Pro here. This is, is the great machine. TBTT. That's the one. The good That's people. the one. Billy Weaver and Cut. So are you keeping? Are you keeping? Look, in the we're in the Tech Guide Studio, and yeah. we we've, we've put an extra seat between us. People know we we have a buffer zone rule at the movies. We do have a buffer zone. Not that we go to the movies very often, but why did we ever create the, that rule? Because we've never. I don't think we've ever been to the movies. Oh, we've been a couple of times. I've been have a couple we? of times. Yeah. What did we see? But in, I think we saw the Steve Jobs movie. Remember that movie oh, with uh, Michael too. Fassbender? I yeah. think that's what started the buffer zone. It was. It was the creation of the buffer zone. <laughs> but now is the, the buffer zones expanded to, what do they call it? Social distancing. Social yeah. distancing. So, hey, we pioneered social yes, distancing. Yes, we were. Yes, we did. Well, I've been, uh, mate, this is like the world championship of social distancing. I've been practicing 43 years for this. <laughs> this is and like. A lot, a lot of people, uh, it's funny how people, are, they ring up and they're, they're saying, oh, how are you going working from home? I said, mate, I've worked from home for nine years. Yeah. Um, it's business as usual oh, for me. Oh, I should ask you how you're going yeah, to work pe- from home. People, you know, it's, you know, it's lovely the way people are outreaching at the moment because, yeah, you know, I guess it's difficult for people we get contact from are essentially PR people normally just, you know, wanting to pitch a product or an idea yeah. and they're prefacing it with, you know, are you okay and what's happening? And yeah. I'm like, listen, no one in my family's sick. Um, I'm loving it yeah, because... <laughs> I've got an excuse not to even go to the television studio now. It's like there you go. I've got yes. excuses for. I, I we can as, stay here, as you well know. And I did a, you know, the uh, industry and in inside baseball, the industry publication or website. Phil Sim runs IT Journal. Yep. Seamus asked me to do a five minutes interview. Oh, like right. Five minutes with. Okay. And I turned him down. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> they published it. I didn't know. They published it a few days ago, and I was yeah. I was reading it tonight, and I'm thinking, what? Did I, how did I answer all this? And it said. Um, What's your um, secret superpower? I said, I said the smoke bomb. I, oh, I, you're a genius, I'm, smoke bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, see, Mate, now you're a see ninja, me now, ninja you quality you have. Uh, if if, if yeah. I do turn up... You've done a, that to me. Event. I'm thinking, where's Trev gone? <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're with the oppo. We're thinking of the oppo launch. And I, and I, I look over here, turn around, it's like you're Batman. You're just gone. <laughs> well, mate, I've got... You know, society you are to good. protect. You are good. Yeah, well. Have you got an extra one of your Star Warsy things? Last one I to come, like mate. It's, on, it's in transit. It's in transit. Yeah, have yeah. There's extra one in there. Wow. Yeah, Princess Leia. That's the new one. Stephen has a solid collection of hardbacks. Yeah. Is that what no, they're, they're called? Twelve backs. Twelve backs. These are the original twelve figures released <coughs> in the the Star Wars figures in right. 1978. <sighs> I showed an interest. I know, but yeah. I don't need the story. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say they're a, a bit of an investment, mate. They're not. Yeah. Uh, they're all. They're like 42 plus years old. They're, no, they're, it's they're, unbelievable. And they're all being graded. They're in a like a perspex case and. The original card and the bubble and the figure is undisturbed in there, and it's wonderful. All I've got is old great. mobile phones. There you go. It's riveting yeah. stuff. Anyway, anyway, we yeah. <coughs> we uh, we have uh, for the record, uh, as Stephen mentioned, we're observing social distancing. Yes, I've brought my own headphones. Yes, so that I'm not putting any potential virus. I used yours last week, though. Did I? Or? Well, that was yeah. b- before they're in the bin now. Before the world <laughs> blew up as it yeah. is. You think, know? I think you bin those ones. <laughs> no. Just put a hand sanitizer. I got hand sanitizer. You got your phone sanitizer, sanitizer as well. Carry it with me everywhere. I'm good. No, I got my own. Yeah, it's like gold. That stuff. Like how hard to find it. It's weird though. I've yeah. always felt it to be a weird sensation. Yeah. The hand sanitization. Just make sure you don't use it anywhere else but your hands. Mate. I had a I had a cameraman come to the office today, and he turned up, and he goes, um, uh, "Now, would you like me to do the interview outside, or can I come in?" I went, "Mate, it's just me. It's a large space upstairs." You don't touch anything of mine, I won't touch anything of yours. How's yeah. that for a deal? Fantastic. So I didn't help him with his gear. <laughs> okay, yeah. Poor fair bastard, call. Well, carrying all his gear upstairs. Oh. But 
That, you know, we didn't yeah. come near each other for the whole thing. Yeah. And he didn't touch anything. He might, I didn't touch anything. It's his, so. Well, that's how it is. I, I, I just got back from Sky News. I appeared on my mate Chris Smith's show at Sky. And uh, I said, I can come out there. He goes, they said, they've got another little studio. You can do it. And I said, okay, that's better quality, you know. And uh, the, they're, they're non-Fox Foxtel employees are not allowed into the newsroom. Yeah. So I was in another building. And with the cameraman set up, cameraman had his mask on. He came and met me at the door and had a, had like a hand towel to open the door so I wouldn't touch any surfaces and wow. um, had the, a big bottle of hand sanitizer there and there was a big sign. There was someone's door. We just did it in the middle of their office. There's a camera set up and there was a big, big handwritten note on the desk closest to where I was sitting and it said, "Don't sit at my desk. I don't want to get coronavirus." So just big <laughs> sign. So. Yeah, but it's, look, uh, we, I had this conversation with my wife because I got home this afternoon. I said, I'm going to go to Phoenix tonight. We're going to record. She, she's a, she's, she a, say, she's a massive narc for these things. So oh. I knew she'd be my litmus test. She goes, oh, good, good. Just make sure you do all the things you need to do. Um, and I said, look, uh, you know, I'm going to take my own headset. Um, I don't, you know, I don't need to do anything else in his place other don't than need to touch me. Sit down. You know, we don't need <laughs> a hug. Um, that's never been a thing. And <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. But mate, at the end of this, we might hug. At the end, at the end of this, you six think so? Period, oh, yeah, we'll, after this we'll six months, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Not, not sure. the end of this show, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so we're we're observing social distancing. We've uh, hand sanitised and all yeah. those things because you know what, the show must go on. And and just to preempt any potential narcs, this is our job. Yeah, exactly. We this is a part of our bread and butter. According to the prime minister, this is an essential essential service. services. <laughs> <laughs> it's anyone with a job. I thought as that was is, an amazing statement. As is EFTM and tech guy, yeah. still still cranking out the story, and, still doing our work. That's the other thing. I've I said to Amanda, she said you're going to have to bring everything home. I went no, like every, the stuff at the office. I'm the only one that goes there. Yeah, of course, yeah. So just leave it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the safest thing to do is leave the it there. Only thing we're going to do is put a sign on the door that says, uh, "Don't touch the door handle." I'll come. And open the door. So a courier or something, oh. they they open the door. It's like I'll come oh, down. I'll I open haven't the door. been. I've been solid. Like I haven't let people in. Like yeah. if the people come to the door, I don't open the screen door. Again, it's um, just my and life. I'm, I'm just sort of saying. Okay. But what? The other day, a guy came delivering a package for my daughter. My daughter Jacqueline, who mm-hmm. doesn't live anymore. She's got her own place, but she gets all the stuff sent here so that I, she, yep. there's someone here to so get them. And um, she ordered a rug or something. And a bloke rocks <laughs> up at the door, pulls out his thing, and says, "I oh, sign here." I'm like, well, you're still doing that? I guess, yeah. I went, okay. So I signed it with my fingernail and then went and, went and washed my hands. Yeah, yeah. But I, I thought they weren't doing that anymore. No, so but I, I've had 10 couriers in the last five days and not yeah, one of them has no asked signing. Sign. Yeah, I've had other deliveries where they haven't signed. But I, and you they carry, sign on your behalf. Carry a pen, you know. Like I had to pick up a car the other day and uh, sign. Yeah. Even though I could have hand sanitized, grabbed the pen, hand sanitized yeah. again, I just took my own pen. It's a weird thing, isn't it? But It is, but, mate, I think... We've all got to do it. We've I, all got I, to do it. I, I, if I, if if we had had this conversation two weeks ago, I went to the footy two weeks ago, right? I was with there was only six thousand people, but still, I was out in public and people were around me. Mm. And uh, now, in two less than two weeks later, I'm thinking, wow, that was just remarkable that we even went there. Prince Charles got coronavirus. Yeah. They were like, how did he get it? I'm them? like, the Monaco dude. Yeah, Prince Albert. Hello. Yes, that's right. There's a great photo of them sitting exactly opposite each other yeah. at the, so, the recent so meeting. Why are we even asking that question? Yeah. Prince Albert, done. Yeah, but Camilla hasn't got it. What does well. that say? <laughs> it says the same thing about my have household. Have you seen the memes? Social the memes about oh, I think that. I might have said this last week. 1.5 yeah. metres, that's closer than I normally get. That's marriage. Yeah, that's called marriage. 
Don't, Did you see that hey, meme? Mine's 2.5. <laughs> Amanda's is a 2.5 radius. Someone said, someone had a funny meme. They said, look, okay, couples, no more kissing, no more hugging, no more sex. And then married people, just carry on as normal. <laughs> 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 Business as usual. <laughs> I put one up this week. The kids are at home. Amanda's trying to school. I can't remember all the quotes, but basically Harry said, you're not as good as the normal teachers. You're on your phone all the time. <laughs> Yeah. I'm hungry. When's this going to be over? Uh, it's just good times. Good so times your kids times. out of school? They're kids, all well? Kids are out they're of school. All good. They're fine. And um, you know, doing what Gladys says. So you're not letting them out of the house? No. We, they oh, don't go anywhere? I mean, they're not allowed out. Well, they go for a walk. Okay. You know, an exercise. Yeah, right. cause so they're, not, they're not going down the mall or not, no, are they? No. They're not yeah. allowed to see, they're not seeing not the going to friends' houses? No. Yeah. A lot of video calls. I've had that conversation with my daughter about going to see her boyfriend. I said, listen, social distancing. <laughs> and she said, yeah, it's all right. We keep apart. I said, just make sure. Really? Yeah. Because they don't live together, do they? No, of course not. This is my youngest daughter. Oh, the this youngest, not, right. Uh, my, my oldest daughter lives with a boyfriend. Yeah. So they're, she, it's my wife's birthday tomorrow. Yeah. She's not coming here. She says, I'm staying home. I'm not coming. Even even the, the when her boyfriend came and picked up that rug that was delivered that I told you about before, <laughs> he said, just leave it out the front. He's not coming in the house. I said, okay, don't worry. It's all right. I'll leave it out the front for him. She's not I even sent her a hand. photo. There it is. Pick up point at the front of the house. So she's fully, and yeah, good on her. She, she said it needs to be done. You know, she was saying that people her age, younger generation, like she's twenty five, my daughter, they're they're a little bit sort of lackadaisical about it. They're thinking, oh, you know, it's like an inconvenience to yeah. them. But I oh, just or think, still, I well, thought, some, I thought oh, it was some, that, they, you know, like, that they were, and they've they've now gone. Well, now they get the message, mate. Now they're getting the message. Yeah. Like, look, look, that photo at Bondi Beach the other yeah, day mate, was, idiots. mate, that made us look like morons around the world, like yeah. we're. You know, you see all these pictures of deserted streets in major cities around the world, and we're all packing into Bondi Beach. It's yeah. a bad look. Yeah, you yeah. Know, fair enough. It's a big beach. It would have been plenty of space between people, but it looked bad. There were other places where everyone's right next to each other. It's just you yeah. got to everyone. Everyone's thinking, and and there's another thing too that you know Scott Morrison and all the state premiers are getting all bagged about how they've handled this and. You know the should we have oh, locked yeah. down? Wouldn't you love to walk this? a day in their shoes? Just exactly, sisters. and I think there's people that are complaining and saying, "Look, shut the schools!" They're screaming, right? I said, "Look," and and my reply has been, "It's not compulsory to go to school. If you're a parent, you don't have to go to school. Yeah, yeah. If you're you know you don't have to send your kids to school. Yeah. The other thing is lock us down. We should be in lockdown. Well, there's nothing stopping you from locking yourself down. Yeah. So if that's what you want, do it. Yeah. Well, that's the conversation with the kids at dinner tonight because you know we watch the start why don't we've never watched the news with the kids oh mate it's a, I'm thinking but, of not doing it myself it's disturbing but, but we watched the first half of the news because we Amanda wanted all the data and stats and stuff yeah. the kids were all you know not freaking out but they were all just asking questions about why it was such a big deal and we went listen this has never happened before and oh, and then so and we looked at them and said listen don't worry you know there's nothing nothing here it's all good because you're not going anywhere yeah. it can't come here yeah, that's right. Someone, then, someone said something like that. She says, and the virus Amanda, doesn't travel, we do. Yeah, and the man looked at me and said, your dad could bring it here, but <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Well, I've got, to, I've got to take exception with your mate, Carl Stefanovic. Though. Yeah, what was that? The other morning, they were, they were interviewing the, I think it was the Federal Education Minister. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's, been, he, on a, he's on, been on a bent to close the schools, Carl. Well, yep. and, you know, that's his opinion, but he was talking to this minister who... You know, obviously answers the Prime Minister and schools are run by the states. They're not yeah. run by the federal government. Yeah, so yeah. he uh, he said to this bloke, goes, mate, what planet are you on? Did you see this interview? No. And I thought that was really rude mm. and just escalated the whole interview to panic level. 
Yeah. And the guy, I can't remember his name. Dan Tian. Is that his name? It might be him, yeah. And he was said, he goes, mate, he, goes, he didn't say mate, he said, look, I'm on the same planet as you, Carl, and we're just doing our best here. We we're working with five different states and 60, whatever, however many states yeah. there are. And I just think that that's irresponsible because it's escal- It's making us more anxious. He's, he thinks he's in the bat for the everyday person. He's creating more panic by talking that way. And look, you know, not singling out car, but a lot of people have All opinions. of them, mate. Everyone. No, no, I've, every, every, I've been yelling at my TV all week. Every, <laughs> Dead set. <laughs> Put on better call. My, mum think, my mum's going to ring the funny farm. The, my, my missus, I should say. The, the, the <laughs> thing is, it's like WhatsApp. You know, everyone's got an opinion. Um, uh. and, and it's not until you kind of see some walk in someone else's shoes that you realise, yeah. you know, on Monday, Gladys Berejiklian, and we'll get to the tech podcast, by the way. Yeah, soon. eventually. Gladys Berejiklian said, um, schools are still open, but the government strongly encourages parents to keep their kids at home yep. if you can. If you can't, we understand. Yeah. If you have well, they've a job, got a place to you go. You need to work. They all have a place Absolutely to go. Absolutely right. And that is what some kids need. So my, my daughter's class, there's at least three girls who will be there every day because their parents are nurses. Yeah. Frontline emergency. Yeah. Border That's force exactly workers. Exactly why we can't close the school. Absolutely because right. Because we, we need those nurses yeah. at hospitals, not minding their kids at my home. My wife's a teacher. She's yeah. still going to school every day. She said, look, there's only a There'd be a quarter of the students there, yeah. but they're still there. They've got yeah. to be there because Someone's their parents have to work. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's fair. The biggest challenge I have is for kids in year 11 and 12. Yeah. I do worry about the HSC and all how, that. how yeah. they're going. Because I look at Jacko yeah. and I go, mate, year eight? Who gives a rats? Yeah. Right? We, you know what? We can make you read books. We can make you do the study. You'll probably find your way through this year yeah. and you'll have to work hard next year. Year three and four, Victoria and Harry? Meh. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we'll practice, work. Practice we'll, your coloring. We'll work yeah. on the stuff that the teachers are giving, yeah. but I'm not too. But stressed they're giving about them it. like a solid list oh, of things mate, to do. Mate, it's not like an Amanda, online class, or Amanda what do they is do? Freaking out! It's very hard. Oh, <laughs> it's a lot really? of long list of things. So you don't and, bag a teacher ever mate, again. I mate. got more notifications from my kids uploading stuff to the school today than, uh, than anything. But mate, fullest of respect to the teachers, absolutely. Joe and everyone, yeah, because absolutely. I've watched. Mate, my, the principal at our school has commented on the kids. Up, they upload a picture of a bit of work, and this principal has commented, going, great work, Harry. Da, da, da. It's like, how has she got the time? It's just remarkable to me how well, they're handling it and how this has all turned yeah. around in literally a month. And yeah. I have the utmost respect for everyone involved. No matter how the numbers go, yeah. this is tough. And even whatever happened, like they, they, the lockdown they created this week, stage two, whatever you call it, yeah. we're not going to see the fruits of that for two weeks. Yeah, I know. So don't expect a, yeah. the case count to go down tomorrow. Oh, I agree, mate. They're saying we're right in the worst. They're saying that the worst isn't even on us yet, no. the worst part of it. But, um, you know, it's like where we – it takes pressure to make a diamond. You know what I mean? Like we're in tough times. Hopefully we can rise to the occasion, look after each other. Yeah, We're starting to see really cool things online about people – you know, spreading really good yeah. messages online, some sort of positive stuff that's happening. Yeah. People are learning new skills because they've got time at home. And yeah. so there's an upside to everything, including this. Yeah. And uh, there, there was a there was a woman they interviewed, I think it was on Channel 9, who'd been who'd survived the Holocaust. Hmm. She said... Oh, yeah. I saw the promo for it a million times. Yeah. I never saw the story. Oh, it was what did you do? It was brilliant. Now, she was just talking about how hard it was. Life, you're thinking, we're not going to get through this. But guess what? You do get through it. Hmm. And there's another. there's the other side to it. And then... So that's what we can look forward to. This all this was not going to last forever. Yeah, that was her basic message. That, you know, we're, we it's tough now, but it's not going to be all that forever. And you know what? 
shout out to anyone that's going through it tough because I know already yeah. people and, and big audience members of ours have lost their jobs. Uh, I know it's tough and it's hard yeah. and we're all we clinging on. We hope you get the, the, look, yeah, the, the, the help you need in terms of you know, Centrelink care and any other assistance. We hope you're getting it and... If we can help brighten your day for the next hour, then that's uh, we're hopefully we can do that for you. Hour? We've just been 15 minutes on a bloody pre-show. <laughs> Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Man, I've already drunk all my water. I haven't even started the show. I'll have to go give you a refill. Bloody hell. Episode 429 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. And Uniden, and if you're wondering why this is an essential service, it's because this is how we make money. Thanks yeah. to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Absolutely. Um, it is a staple part of our, our, our weeks um, and our jobs that uh, that we do. As weird as our jobs are, this is, uh, this is a part of it. And look... I've seen a lot of people tweet, you know, another podcast about coronavirus. There's just nothing, there's nothing else we can do, right? I'm sorry. There's a lot of lot of talk that's related. The pre-show, we haven't caught up for a week, so so yeah. that's that's us catching up. Um, we don't spend a lot of time chatting before the show. That's that's us catching up, and we do. We will get to the end of this show. We've got some great product reviews because we've we've looked at yeah. the new MacBook Air and the iPad, but we wanted to look at the kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's going on with the coronavirus and the impacts. And we, I mean. Again, living inside baseball, living through our, our eyes, we get calls every couple of days from someone wanting to be on the radio and talk about something, call from a TV, whatever it is, asking yep. questions about things. And the questions are actually very repetitive, and it's always the way with any news cycle. And I, I would say there's been a couple of uh, questions, and, and I think the first one for me is um, the video conferencing. Yeah, I think it's been... Uh, an overwhelming thing that people have discovered. I was looking at Google Trends the other day and the search references for group chat and video conferencing have gone through the roof. Um, Jackson's using apps so that he can, he just sits an app on his computer uh, so he can see his classmates. They're, they're not, it's not a controlled class chat. It's just all him and his mates have created a chat so that they can work together. And I find that to be a really cool thing. Yeah. My kids... The littlest ones are we're making time every day to make sure they have some sort of catch up with their friends. You know, Amanda said to me, "No, I've got Harry catching up with his mate tomorrow on FaceTime." You know, sit put that in the dry so they can just have a chat. Uh, cool. You know, because they're not at school gibbering about whatever it is they gibber about. But the question has been like, which one do I use? Uh, how do they work? And you know what? <clears throat> That's an interesting thing because FaceTime has become the kind of default name for video calling, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and FaceTime is easy. No doubt, because you've got FaceTime's an Apple phone. FaceTime's good, and, and, and a lot of people don't realise that you can fit 32 people in a group FaceTime call. If every single if every, one of them has an Apple iOS phone. device. Yeah, right. so yeah. an iOS phone or, or a Mac. Um, yeah. That's the only de- the only negative to FaceTime yeah. is the, the, the platform. And that does pretty much rule out um, nearly every major big group chat. So this week I did a bit of a I had a bit of a fun with a bunch of the, my, my readers and I said listen I need as many people as I can to help me test this out. So one night between eight and nine p.m. I, I went through the process and I tried Google Hangouts, Skype, Zoom, WebEx, and another one called Blue Jeans, which I hadn't heard of. Blue Jeans I'll say straight up um, is only a trial period, so right. it's kind of rules out it as a you know everyday yeah. simple free thing. You try go to meeting <clears> and. I tried the big four essentially, right. okay. and 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 I tried it from a corporate perspective rather than yes. from the personal. Because we'll talk about personal in a minute. There's there's other options. WhatsApp and Facebook, yep. but Google Hangouts by far the easiest overall. Right, anyone can pretty much log in. You really just need the 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 meeting creator to have a Gmail account, which anyone can get. 
um, and you can send an invite code via whatever platform. And if they don't have the app on their device or they don't have a web browser, it'll ask them to install one. It's yeah. Mate, it was, it was immediate. The video quality is excellent. Um, is there a limit to the number? Is it about 10 people? Is there a 10? In Hangouts? In, in video call, audio calls heaps, but... I understand it's only 10 in video. It, it might be 10. I've seen up... No, I've seen more than that. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. I've seen more to that. Because I know Skype, has a, you can have up to 50 yep. on Skype. Yep, and I think Zoom, the same, has a has yeah. quite, a, quite a high number. Yep. So the, the video quality was good with Hangouts. Audio on pretty much all of them, except for Blue Jeans, which somehow handle it really well. It required massive etiquette. Yeah, so you gotta you got to have this thing where, and I said to Victoria that I said, can you just stop talking, let the other people finish? Don't talk over <laughs> each other because you can't really yeah, do that. Yeah, there's a bit of a delay, isn't In it? a one-to-one video chat, you can you can go over yeah. each other, but in a multi, it really does create a bit of a problem. FaceTime's so. not too bad with that. Latency's pretty no, good on FaceTime. true, true, true. Yeah. But again, you know, it, yeah. it's not the perfect Zoom, solution. by the way, is one of South's major sponsors. Correct. And you know or, what? Or used to be one of the major South's major sponsors. They're not anymore? Well, well the, oh, the, the season doesn't the exist yet. <laughs> they still are, though. Yeah. Um, At this Zoom, point. Zoom was excellent. Uh, yep. Very, very corporate in the, in the way it went. And it's a lot of corporate features. So, yeah. like unmuting and muting everyone. Um, you can have virtual backgrounds in Zoom. There's some really cool yeah. things you can do I've, I've found being <laughs> a participant inv- invitee, Rather than running the meeting, mm. it's really easy. You just click, click on the link and bang, you're in the room. Once, if you've got the app, yeah. It, as long as oh, you've had the it'll, app, it'll install. It's if a pretty you quick yeah, process, yeah. right? But it's, uh, none of these yeah. require more than ten minutes setup for either end. It's really good, yeah. And this is my number one video conferencing advice: is don't come to the meeting on time. Come to the meeting early. Yeah. So that if there is software to install, if there is something to do, exactly. you're getting it. You need a five minute kind of preparation. So Zoom was good. Skype. Was excellent. Video yeah. quality, amazing. They've been the, doing they've it. They've been at it a while, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Microsoft owns Skype now. If you talk, if if you hear anyone talk about Microsoft Teams, it's Skype for corporates, right? Yeah. Microsoft Teams actually is is from what I've read and spoken to people works really well in uh, a corporate environment, not quite as well over the internet. Uh, yeah. Also, oh, good works good on an intranet because it's essentially been built for intranets. Ah, right. So okay. Skype is actually a be- better solution okay. there. Um, WebEx was rubbish, frankly, which I was disappointed in because it's been around forever, okay. Cisco and WebEx. Yeah, right. um, so my, I've ended up kind of going with, with the idea that if you're, if you're a bit savvy and you're doing a bit of a corporate thing, I would go Zoom. Zoom, yeah. But for the every average Joe, you know, running a classroom or a bunch of mates, buddy, Google Hangouts and Skype. Yeah, excellent. absolutely. How many, the, all, the, all the briefings we've had over the past couple of weeks... I've found that Zoom is the most popular choice. It is. It does yeah. seem to be the most popular choice yeah. in terms of people inviting. That's why stuff. I said to you, it's really easy to be a participant. You just click on a link and you're in the room. And Absolutely. You're done. Yeah. But isn't it interesting on the on the flip side? If you look at the personal one to one video conversations, a lot of Skype, WhatsApp, people realise uh, you can yeah. make video calls in WhatsApp. Messenger too. Facebook Messenger. Yeah. And have you heard of House Party? House Party, mate. No. It is. Aren't they banned? It is. As a ScoMo bandit? <coughs> That's why. Someone told me that it's, it's four years old. I just don't believe it is. But Who owns that? Who, what is that part of some what? startup. Oh. But, mate, House all party. the kids are on it. Is that right? All like, the kids are on it. It and, is and the TikTok. number one social media app on the App Store. Yeah. It's huge. Because, basically, you can have up to eight people in it, I believe. You can do quizzes. Oh, um, yeah. You can do a whole range of things. So, it is basically bringing the house party wow. over the internet. Okay. That's a really cool one. It is. And the other thing I wanted to shout out was the Facebook portal. I got two of these. The oh, so it's an actual device. Physical you device. Get. Yeah. Put one so it's like home. an Echo sort of display, yeah. sort of Echo Show type device. 100% works for WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger calls. 
Because hello, Facebook also owns WhatsApp. That's right. So yeah. I took one to Mum's and I've set it up because ah. Mum's going to be remote for six months. Yeah. Like she's not going to have anyone come into her building. So she's still doing takeout and stuff, or no? That's what I went up there to close the pub and then yeah, take right. some photos and take out food so we can set up a menu online and okay, nice. Face use Facebook to promote it to the locals and stuff cool. like that. But you know, it's going to be hard. What a good son you are. Yeah, hey. someone's got to do it. Good on your brother. She's not going to take good photos. She takes photos with a bloody tablet. It's awful. <laughs> anyway, I gave her a new a new tablet so that she had a bit of better gear. But I gave yeah. her this Facebook portal, and mate, yeah. she made six calls that night. Oh, She's ringing right. everyone. Here's a brother. Here's a here's a son. Here's a daughter. Oh, here's nice. a grandchildren. And you know what? <laughs> I mean, the challenge is obviously the isolation thing and where you're locked down and whatnot. Yeah. But and they are you know between three and four hundred dollars. But a device like that is pretty much a point and shoot style yeah, approach. It's very simple for the elderly. That? And, and you've got to remember that too. Like, yeah, fair enough. We're all working from home and we've got business to run and, and work to do. But that's another thing. Now that we've learnt these skills and the possibilities here, it's also important too to sort of reach out to your parents and yeah. people who may be in isolation and just yeah. because we, we've got the means to do it now. Yeah. And you might have already been doing it anyway, but it's a great way to keep in touch. Yeah, it is. Um, the NBN. Yeah, another big topic. Haven't talked about that much in the last couple of no. weeks. What's been your go-to response to the, can the NBN handle it? Uh, my go-to response has been, it will. It's going to be the biggest test it's ever had. It's going to highlight areas that need to improve. Uh, and it's good that they've also added the free bandwidth to retail service providers. Yep. So, sort of, so they've got that little bit of room to move in the back pocket, yep. sort of adding the lanes to the highway. Um, but yeah, that's been my basic response. Yeah, I've said the same thing, and I, you know, I'm a bit nervous that it's going to come back to bite me on the ass. But <laughs> but I'm, well, there have I'm, been dramas, as as there is always. But no. so you seems to be holding up. You're spot on. Uh, what this is going to highlight is that the bottom ten percent people on fibre to the node at the very end of the extension of the node, people on fixed wireless, are going to have the biggest punish. It's going to be hard for them. Uh, and what I've said very clearly and publicly is we need the NBN as a result of this and as a part of this to define a very clear upgrade path for those people. Yeah. Because what this event is proving is that the 50 and 100 meg plans plus those and anything higher than those can cope with this. Yeah. And and we're going to have a remote workforce as a result of this. I've What I've said is that your issue is actually the telcos and your Wi-Fi. You can be, exactly on, you right. can be on Telstra and the next person on Aussie Broadband or Optus and Vodafone or whatever – and one house could have a great day and the other house have a bad day. Even though they're both on the NBN, they're both on the same technology, they're both in the same street, one telco can be better than the other because the telcos don't provide properly for the area. Yeah. So that's where the telcos are going to get their asses bared here. It's going to come out big time, Yeah, right? true, absolutely. And, 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 and well, even, even they've, well, we, I think we've already spoken about them offering more data for their mobile network. So if, if, if and, the, and unlimited if on, the you-know-what hits the fan. Well. Yeah, I know, but if the you-know-what hits the fan on the NBN, at least they've got their, they can hotspot their phone true, in an true. emergency. But the... The other yeah. thing is the, the Wi-Fi. So many people are discovering oh, yeah. that, you know, you've got your modem here, but yeah. you've decided to make it work from home, the other end of the you house. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when Netflix first launched. Yeah. When Netflix launched, and I called it the Netflix effect because people were suddenly concerned and wanted their best Wi-Fi. And this is a similar, we'll call it the coronavirus effect because yeah. we're all working, every second email I get on Tech Guide is, we're all working from home now. Wi-Fi is rubbish. What do I do? And they're all are seeking the same uh, yeah. information. Yeah. So, and I, yeah. I, it's our, I'm not, I really hate when I get, I mean, I, I know I'm a supporter of the NBN. 
I, I know full well my opinions on these things, but it's like people don't expect me to say anything negative. But the point is, there is actually nothing negative to say right now about the NBN. Exactly right. Other than there. what we said about them needing to be a clear upgrade path for, but, the, for the lowest but common I'll, denominator. But you, we need to point out too, and this is probably your next sentence, that the, the problems people have at home, they think their NBN's rubbish, it's not the rubbish. It's your Wi-Fi that's rubbish. That's right. So people make the mistake of standing in the middle of their house with their phone doing a speed test, thinking, how come I'm only getting 8 megabits per second when I'm paying for 50 megabits per second? Mm. It's because your Wi-Fi is rubbish. So just take note of that. And, and that's 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 the thing about the NBN holding up. So oh, because we've got this situation where the oh, the amount of data being used during the day, I've looked at graphs. It's not even yet at the, the nighttime peak levels. Yeah. The other thing is we've had this Netflix bitrate change. Now, mm. I've I've been tr- struggling but trying to explain this, so let me test this out on you, Stephen. Netflix say they are still going to provide standard definition, high definition, ultra high definition, that users will not notice a de- degradation of quality, but they're reducing the bitrate. Now, here's how I describe it, and t- two kind of parts to it. Firstly is, if you've ever noticed your stream gets better, it just, it, you know, when it first connects, mm. it's rubbish, and then it slowly gets better. Think of it as this there's 15 steps from poor to really good quality. Yep. What Netflix is doing is they're taking out 10 of those steps and they're just, you're just going to go, you jump up five yeah. steps. So, so they're it, taking yeah. out 10 at 10 of those steps and they're making you jump from one one hurdle to the next at a bigger leap. But yeah. you'll still get the 4K stream. It's yeah, still, still there if you want it. You're still going to be, they'll still get the same height of the ladder. There's just less, less rungs, rungs to get yeah? there. Yeah. The, other, the other way I've described it is imagine on, on the, the freeway the super information super highways we like to call it there's there's 100 trucks and they're all at 70% capacity and they're cruising along the road what they're doing is saying listen let's let's run 70 trucks at 100% capacity and we'll still get the data at the yeah. other end so they're just finding a new uh-huh. way to deliver it which is interesting because you think well why do they do that all the time yeah <laughs> it's going to save a lot of data there's a wa- massive amount of data they'll save doing that and, and, that's, and that's but that's why too that oh, that's how I why I notice the difference between watching a disc and watching a stream the bitrate. Bitrate. See, I just bought every Star Wars movie on 4K here. I should people, acknowledge for the... People... <laughs> acknowledge for we'll the talk about Stephen, it later. Stephen has chosen <laughs> not to watch those movies yet because we were recording the show. Mate. That's All how good. important the show is. All good. But that's the reason why a disc will always beat streaming. Yeah. So if you... if you People say, well, well, you don't... They're on 4K on Disney+. Plus. I said, well, not the same. Mm. The disc is better. And now look at it with, with this current situation. The disc is going to be way better. Yeah. So the bit rate, that's what, that's what disc is, a repeatable, high-quality experience without, with or without the internet. Yeah. So bottom line, what we're saying is if you're having problems with your MBN, if you're having problems with your connectivity, if your video conferences are dropping out, yeah. the, the things you need to do are first and foremost, stand next to your modem or plug in your modem if you can, do a speed test. That gives you a, a, a number about how your internet is coming yeah, to your home. and how close it is to what you're paying for. So if you're on, a, right. like, I'm on 100 here, I'll probably get, like, 92, 93. Yep. And that's about accurate. And then go to the other side of the house where you've set up your work from home and do another speed test. If it's 30%, 50% of that number, it's because of your Wi-Fi. Yeah. Simple as that. It's all you've got to do to fix it. Yes, I've, I haven't recommended more mesh Wi-Fi routers in I my know. life. Yeah, exactly. And uh, our good mates and, and our sponsors, we should admit, uh, Netgear uh, Orbi is one of those mesh rou- Wi-Fi routers that we recommend. Th- there's a range of them available, and they will change your world when it comes to uh, when it comes to actually improving 
your uh, your internet speeds. So, but the, the, what what I think when, when this all blows over, hopefully soon, yeah. I think what we're going to learn we're going to learn a lot of things, not only about the quality of the MBN and how how it held up, but I think we're going to realise that working from home is going to be a definite possibility even into the future. Yeah, I think a lot of employers, a lot of businesses, are going to realise that I might not need a full rent rent this size office because I can kind of get that work done uh, with with people working remotely. I just, I think that, I know the focus of everyone is on what, what to do now and how to solve that problem. And I, like I was talking to the guy from Channel 9 today, cameraman, and I was like, I, I wouldn't want to be in management now because they're doing things like uh, one cameraman and one reporter, they're stuck together for the whole week because yeah. they don't want one reporter working with multiple cameramen uh, or right. vice versa. So okay, that, fair enough. Frankly, it's That's traceable, smart. right? Yeah, yeah, if, if that reporter gets it, we can trace it back, right? right. There's some amazingly smart things fair happening yep. in terms of how you still continue to work in this environment. Yep. But what also, I hope, there's a couple of things happening. I hope government it has, a, has a task force quietly because they don't want to make a big deal out of it, working on analysing traffic patterns, analysing, you know, everything about society as it's happening in this kind of downgraded world. Internet, MBN, who should be looking yeah. at this. But businesses too going, right, so we pay for six floors of office space and a thousand desks mm. when they're all not here yeah. and the business is still running. So let's well, landlords f- aren't going to be happy, but you know no, what? No, but businesses, <laughs> but, but the economy always grows. I mean, yeah. obviously this is the worst time, but yeah. there, there will always be new businesses, and there will always be yeah. someone else taking that rent. There's always new buildings being built. But what have I always said, mate? What have I always said? Tell me. My saying, I've always said it. I've said it a hundred times. Work is a thing you do, not a place. Not you go. a place you go. However, I will say to you this: I, I've I've done a couple of speaking gigs where. I'll name him. Um, there's a bloke called Steve Sammartino who's a very, like, he's a very smart, very, very smart guy. Maybe call him a futurist, whatever you like. And he does, like, he talks about how things have changed and you know, solar and batteries and all this stuff. And he also talks about how the future is freelance. And I go, yeah, man, it is. But you know what? The last week has made me go, wouldn't mind having a job. Like, mm. you know, the security, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, whatever you call it, crying puppy dog tears or whatever, but, um, there's Croc- people crocodile, crocodile tears. tears. Yeah. Oh, there, there's there's people that have got a job, and they're just having to adapt to their circumstances. Yeah. Then there's people who've lost their jobs. Yeah. And then, like, I put myself in this position. Then there's people who are like, I've got to keep finding money, right? So it's on me to make this keep working. Yeah. So the whole freelance thing. So I think you'll you'll see a shift. Um, kind of not back to back to full time work, but yeah, uh, in, into a, a reliance on full time work, but in a more flexible manner. Exactly you know, right. I, I think there's been there's been a lot of uh, I think a lot of millennials, a lot of younger employees that are attracted to jobs that offer them that flexibility that's right, to yeah. you know work hours that suit them, work from home, because look, they're proving right now that if you've got an internet connection, you can still do your job and do it just as well as if you're sitting at a desk in the city. Yeah. So I think. Um, but I, I don't. We, what, what I think, and we talked about this before. I think we came on air, but I don't think it's going to be okay. Fine, you work from home. I think it's more about yeah. flexibility in the day. Of course, so they might offer you. Okay, look, this week I've got ten employees. Five of you can work Monday and Tuesday this week from home. The other you guys come in the office, and then th- Wednesday, Thursday, Friday we'll swap it around, and then next week we'll swap that around as well. Yeah, I think if people can have that flexibility because you think about the long term effects of that mm. is that uh, there's less cars on the road. Massive. Less people crowding into public transport. Massive. They're saving money on public transport, on tolls, on, on wear and tear on their vehicles. 
So you think of the long-term savings of that, not only for the employee paying less rent, but also an employee themselves who don't have to put out all this cash to get to and from work and all, all that's related to that. Yeah. So I, I think that, and as you mentioned earlier, the this kind of world that we're living in now with the sort of the, it's you know the Sydney light where there's not much traffic now because people are staying home yeah, and it's like driving not here many at two people in the morning. Yeah, like people on the like people in the shopping centres, hardly anyone in there. It, it, you know that that's that's how I think life will be for a while. But even when this blows over, I think people are going to realise that I can still enjoy my life. I don't have to be uh, at 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 work every day. I don't have to be I mean, at the shopping centre for five days a week. We don't need to be super deep, but I do think just completely. Society will change. I just well, generally think no doubt that, about it, mate. No, no, but I mean, in a, like even in two years, when we get back to everyone's got the jobs and two blah, years, blah, blah, blah. you reckon it'll take? No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. Fast forward to yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah. We're going to look we'll, back and think. I, remember 2020? I think we'll be different people. Yeah. I think we'll communicate differently each other. I think I we'll agree. have a different level of kindness. We'll have I a different level of cleanliness. Bring... Yes, <laughs> mate. Here's, here's a simple one. Not not just washing hands. Toilet paper. The the I reckon I reckon if someone I bought something Tamworth on the way home. I walked in, my wife went, where'd you get that? <laughs> anyway. I um, got some the other night too. It's I like reckon lotto. if someone had the guts to, to write it as a story and, and they rang <laughs> whoever manages it, Sydney Water, Sewage Treatment Plant, whatever, uh-huh. have they seen a decrease in the amount of toilet paper in the system? Because I reckon people are less, going as much but flushes. using less. No, I reckon, yeah, just, right. I reckon people are being more Cons- like conservative. conservative. And so you're going to learn that you don't yeah. need to use as don't much. Don't be so wasteful. That's yeah, right. Yeah, right. We're going to be right. less wasteful. And here's another thing, right? And I don't want to get even deeper and <laughs> po- more political, right? Here's another I thing. I know where you're going to go. Here's another Two thing. words. No, no. Th- well, I don't know what the two words are, but there's less cars on the road, right? We're doing less. My so, two words are climate change. Yeah, well, we're, we're, <laughs> it's, kind, it's kind of what they wanted. We're actually like, changing the, the climate. The people who, right. who, are, who are gluing themselves to intersections, <laughs> uh, we, well, we're now driving less. We're now businesses are shut down. Yeah, this is what they asked for. But isn't it interesting? And again, we're getting deep. But that those people will go back to their old ways of just yelling and screaming at, yeah. the, at the world, yeah. rather than going. Can we use this as an opportunity to to talk about how well yeah. that worked and, and actually just turn right. it on its head? Absolutely. Stop right. looking for millions and billions of dollars of change. Let's just actually make fundamental yeah. changes that we've unfortunately been been able to prove can work. But but I think too that the, the uh, and and kind of what what these different things that Scott Morrison's putting forward, all the the different things you can't do now. So basically, just shutting total industries yeah. down. By the way, whatever whatever day you listen to this, it's probably different. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. But like they're they're you know how they were saying, oh, it's a climate emergency. We've got to you know shut everything down. Like this is a good example. Like, he has shut st- parts of society down, and look at the and queues the at Centrelink. Like the the economy's on its knees right now. So if that is two another is like yes we're driving less and hopefully the environment's going to be much better and you know less smog and all that sort of stuff but here here is a real world example of he's doing actually what you asked for mm. and look what's happening there's people lining up for four kilometers outside of Centrelink now yeah. so I think it's a really from both sides of the argument we're kind of seeing the the potential of what what can happen yeah yeah. It's amazing, amazing change that's occurring in the world. Stephen, yeah, you, wrote, you wrote an article uh, this week about the 2020 iPhone and well, reports that it's not going to be what we ever thought it was going to be. Well, it might not even be released in 2020. Like, I'm, I'm hearing, and uh, there was a report uh, in the, at the Nikkei Asian Review who cited some very solid sources and 
with people with knowledge of the of uh, with people speaking to people with knowledge on the subject. You know how yep. they quote them. Yeah, yeah. And um, the basic gist of it is that the five G iPhone, which Apple this is this has to be Apple's home run, is possibly going to be delayed until twenty twenty one, as a result of the production delays and all the logistical problems and the delay in engineering and testing on the networks and all that sort of thing. But the other thing they're talking about is that on top of all the actual logistical problems and production issues, mm. they're also looking at the shifting global demand of who is going to, you know, their normal release window is September. Yep. Say that they try to stick to September, they want this thing to be an absolute runaway hit. They're, right, they're already behind Samsung and other companies a year behind in terms of 5G devices. So their first 5G phone, they want to make it an absolute winner. So you consider in September, October, if they do by some miracle stick to their normal release schedule, who's going to want to buy that phone? Are people going to be in a position financially to to purchase a possibly a $2,000 plus phone? Are there people who are out of work? Is there going to be the demand for it globally? Because the economy's taken a hammering not only in Australia, but worldwide. We're already yeah. seeing smartphone sales have already, it's been the worst quarter in history or whatever for smartphones because yeah. of what's happened. So is this going to be kind of Apple's realisation that we need to put this thing off till next year when, when kind of the so world's they, in a brighter place? Do they put it off completely? Or do they launch the nine or whatever was meant well, to be rumoured for Well, that's March. a possibility too. But for this story that, that <coughs> says that uh, that there's things, little factors that are dropping into place. The The production delays already Massive, is yep. pretty bad. But they're saying too, according to this story, which I, I, I kind of quoted from in my story, they're saying that their sources in the, in the components space say that normally for them to make it by September... They've got to have all their components ready to go by June. The way they're traveling, the earliest they can even think about that this year is going to be August. That's yeah. already, what's that, June, July. That's two-month delay, possibly three-month delay. So that's that. suddenly that September window has blurred into December, January, possibly even February. Uh, so internally, apparently, according to the Nikkei Asian Review, Apple has already discussed it internally about the prospect of delaying the launch and whether it's the right thing to do in terms of why don't we wait for the, the sun to come back out again yeah, rather yeah. than sort of us sort of trying to push this massive product. I'd imagine the conversations that are going on. Well, they're, they're Apple pretty... Apple, let alone anywhere oh, else. absolutely, yeah. And Other than Samsung, who are high-fiving Well, still. Samsung, yeah, they're doing cartwheels down the hallway right now. They're doing terrific. But um, Apple apparently have set a, a deadline for May where they're going to make the final decision. Yeah. It's kind of like the Olympics. You know how we're thinking, we're waiting, waiting. When are they going to delay, delay the Olympics? They the tried record, to hang on to it. For the record, I told you so. Yeah, you did, you, you did. But, um, yeah, and you know what? That, I think it, was, it had reached the point where they had to make a decision. And... Apple are going to face that same problem where they're going to have to make a call. They, yeah. they can't. Apple's never been a company to do things in a rush and mm. by halves. They yep. always do it perfectly to the letter. And let's be honest, they can be excused. I agree. I agree. This, and, the worst thing about this whole situation is mm. there's a lot of rubbish going to happen in, in the corporate world that can be just be excused by this. Yeah. Whether it's layoffs that don't end up being restored, mm. whether it's a product delay, you know, on, on yeah. many scales. 2020 is going to be a write-off on a lot of different things. So Absolutely, I, I, yeah. I think you're right. I don't think there'll be. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm not even sure there'll be an iPhone. Happening. Yeah, I can't see it happening. Or maybe what, like you said, maybe the the 
the SE2, whatever they're going to call yeah, but it, that might be the device. But the risk... Remember we spoke about the, the, the iPad Pro and MacBook Air? That would have been an event. But the, and we speculated, would that be enough of, of an event no without an iPhone? It, it had to have an iPhone to be an event. Maybe. The, the, the risk is... You announce an iPhone 9, which is, you know, just an 8 done yeah, up or an SE, yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. And they get reported as being two years behind Samsung. Well, that's they the, ha- they, that's they the would, other issue. They would have to acknowledge and announce their future plans yeah. to restore faith that they have the roadmap coming. So the other thing, too, is that let's, let's say that Apple says, right, twenty forget 2020 for the iPhone 12 5G, early 2021. The other issue running right into Samsung's launch of the S thirty or whatever no, next year, whatever next year's phone is. But that, I think that's brilliant. Well, that's going to put that'll rock Mate, Samsung back on the heels a bit. Correct. Yeah. So, but I'm just saying, do they want that? Are Apple going to take a big? Because at the way it is now, S- Samsung get the early part of the year and they get like a six month uninterrupted run, and then Apple gets the second half of the year. They get a little five or six month run. So having them same time. Roughly around the same, that's going to put them head to head. It's going to be interesting how they're going to fare. Not that vast numbers of Android users switch to iPhone yeah, and vice versa, but it's going to be really interesting, of course, from the telco side, because they're the ones who are overwhelmed by these two massive releases at the same time. Yeah, they're yeah, thinking, yeah. how are we going to do this? Who gets who gets preference who gets for the, the advertising? The front, front door floor space. That's it. So uh, that's, a, that's another thing that they're going to have to consider as well. Um, and just on Apple too, I, I should mention too that uh, they've, they've the March that they originally had March 27 as the day to reopen the stores. That's now um, moved into April. Right. They haven't actually they've actually taken the date off the website to say we're we, they say we're reopening soon. They haven't set a date anymore. Yeah. So the speculation is probably the first week or two in April where they're going to probably reopen the stores. And that's another big decision. Apple is a massive retailer and make a lot of money through their stores. There isn't hasn't been a lockdown. They could have. They had every right to still be trading. Sure. And they've taken it upon themselves to say, well, we want to keep our staff and our customers safe. So, yeah, fair enough. Hats off to them. I think they've they've really taken. They've made a really conscious decision there to keep their staff in good shape. Good. On um, but yeah. So the the reopening of the stores, we're probably not going to see it till probably mid-April at this point. All right. All the details of the uh, iPhone 5G delays and the reports that Stephen's citing are at TechGuide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by our good mates at Uniden. Shout out to them. They've got a lot of great products. Uh, they've, they've got some amazing AppCam solo products if you need wireless security cameras. But what we're talking about today is one of their newer products. They're their car dash cams, and in particular, the Dash View 30R. This is a dash cam that can be hardwired in your vehicle. So you can have this professionally installed so it actually runs off the power of your car so there's no need to sort of connect it into your power source and have a cable running down your windscreen. This is a professional solution for you. It's your eyes and ears on the road. It's got a 2.5K front camera and a full high-definition rear-view camera as well, all running Sony Starvis sensors, which are the, the best you can get in a dash cam. So you get really accurate videos with accurate colour so you can see all the detail that you need that could potentially help you in the case of an insurance claim or a police report. You'll be able to see cars, makes, models, 
uh, colours of cars, number plates, people, street signs, and all with all the GPS information that goes with it as well. But not only that, it also has dual-band Wi-Fi, so you can easily transfer to the companion app any video that you need to view or share in a hurry. It also has your back too when you have parked the car. So not only when you're driving, if you're in parking mode, it can also keep an eye on things that happen when you're away from the car. So if a car accidentally backs into yours and drives off without leaving a note, you've got a video of that whole incident. It can also save you money too in terms of speed and red light camera fines because it gives you warnings on approach. So it's got you back there as well. The Uniden Dashcam View 30R, it's available now. You can check it out at uniden.com.au. Stephen, let's talk about a little bit of good going on in this um, yeah. strange world we live in. Um, I have great admiration for, for the people at Foxtel uh, who announced this morning that they were going to make available pretty much all the channels uh, to everyone, no matter what package you're on. They would make available multi-room Chromecasting to anyone, even if you don't ha- ex- currently have multi-room, which is a requirement. Uh, unlimited data on their Foxtel broadband. I mean, they basically announced a bunch of things to help people yeah. either get along or uh, have something to watch. Mate, yeah. it's it's the simple things, right? Absolutely right. You know, there's Being people a popular sim- story, that one. And I think the, the the thing is, you think about so many kids at home and straight after school, they don't have to go to the bus. They're, ba- they're home immediately when school finishes now. So <laughs> why not put on Nickelodeon or yeah. whatever it might be, the channel? Um, but we don't have the kids back. No. So now we do. Now you do. Nice. Yeah. yeah nice. So only I pay for the basic pack plus sport, basically. Okay. So now I've got everything. I don't think you get movies. Well, I can't remember what this. Uh, I felt like it yeah. wasn't everything. Was it well, everything? Uh, unless you've got, I think there are, there's d- drama, doco, kids, lifestyle. I, I, I haven't watched A&E for ages because I don't yeah. have that either. Yeah. But now I do. I don't think it's the movie channel. So no. it's, 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 um, you get uh, docos, drama, extra, pop, lifestyle, kids, uh, and on top of their essentials, pop or lifestyle yep. packs. And, and, yeah. and Patrick Delaney said, this is not just us, this is partners like Discovery and others who've yeah. chimed in and basically made it, you know, free for a couple of months, I assume, to, to do it. And and the thing is, oh, it's just such great respect to think, it's just a simple thing, you know, people are stuck at home and they're Foxtel customers, they don't have all the content that Foxtel has, so let's give them some of it. Absolutely. But the worst part of this is, and, and I can't remember the name, I'm not going to look it up, but the first or second comment I got on EFTM was from a, a regular listener and reader. But I'm sorry, mate. The, the complaint that I'm paying for the Platinum package, what do I get? It's just a joke, honestly. I got a same. I got a similar narky comment on Twitter where it said, well, well, if I'm paying 100 bucks a month, why should, why should someone else who's paying 30 bucks a month get the same as me? And my response was, they said, "Oh, why?" They said, "Why are you defending that?" I said, "Man, I'm not defending. I'm just reporting that what's happening." I said, "It's a really nice gesture," and I said, "Look, I got the. I'm paying full freight for my Foxtel now, but I couldn't give a stuff if some bloke who's lost their job can watch the same stuff as me." Or said, some bloke why should that bother you? Or some bloke's having to put up with his buddy kids all freaking there day. <laughs> there you go. Like, let the so, bloke watch some, uh, you yeah. know, Man versus Wild or something. You oh, know, I don't know. There's some some funny uh, reactions to that one. Yeah, but. I think good on them. I think it's a brilliant move. I think absolutely good on them. And let me give you another one. And the Facebook comments on this one are better. Just so much better. (laughs) James Dyson has revealed today in an email to all staff that 10 days ago, just think about this timing, 10 days ago, 
the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson rang James Dyson and said, we need your help. We need ventilators. Now, ventilators are keeping people alive. When you have coronavirus and you have, um, yeah. you know... It's a, a respiratory disease. It's a respiratory, it's a respiratory disease. Problem. It, can, it can force you massive problems with your lungs and the like. Ventilators are keeping people alive and they yeah. don't have enough of them. They're using bloody vet ventilators and stuff these days. I mean, it's, it's amazing what's being done. So Boris Johnson says, James Dyson, like, can you do something? We should have pointed out, Jay Dyson is British, so he's, yep. he's it's, uh, probably one of Britain's richest men or something, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's like a genius engineer. Genius engineer. Yeah. And and so James Dyson teams up with a company called, I think it's the, the Technology Project. TTP, yep. Which is basically a bunch of scientists, engineers, and technology people. And in 10 days, they design a ventilator that is battery-powered, therefore portable, can hang on the side of the bed, has a whole range of features that were requested. And James Dyson has said, I hope we can get this into production almost immediately. I'm going to donate 5,000 of them to the international cause, 1,000 of them to the UK. And you think, what? How is that possible? Now, I'll, I'll, I'll be negative first. The first negative or first comment I got was, has he actually built these or are they just CAD mock-ups? There's a squillion regulatory hurdles to get through using a ventilator. Yeah, I'd, a say they'd, I'd say they'd get them waved through yeah. if it works. I said, listen, yeah. I'm pretty confident. They can make it happen. And by the way, it's using... The reason it's genius is because it's using like Dyson's electric motor that they use in their bloody hairdryer and their vacuums and everything. So it's using Dyson's technology paired up with a bunch of really simple things and they've created something. And I think James Dyson could get it built because he's got factories as well. Absolutely. But here's the thing. And you know what? If you've got kids listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're about to go blue because okay. I, think, I think this warrants it. Okay? So okay. sorry, kids. Uncle Trev's going to swear. But the comments on my Facebook page are just awesome. So someone says, champion. Someone else says, bloody awesome. Um, and someone else says, David Blythe, I'll name you. He says, sorry to swear, but I fucking love this. Like, people are just like, wow, yeah. that is so good. Another, another bloke goes, sorry, but fucking legend. And I actually got choked up reading the article because people are like, yeah. you know, because I, I wrote, my article was, if you want shit done, call a billionaire yeah. who has control of his workforce. It's a private company. Yep. Not stock market listed. So James Dyson can literally, with a phone call, say, listen, stop making we're, vacuums. We're doing this, yeah. Stop making vacuums. We're building this. That's why, assuming it gets the stamp, they can be built. Absolutely. What a pl- it's 10 days. That's a great story. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. think that is so great. It yeah. does give me goosebumps to think that good is being done. You know, it's bringing out the best in well, people. It's another example of what we realise. It's that it's a, yeah, the, the pressure to make a diamond. We're realising that in these dire circumstances that we can still produce great stuff like yeah. that. So, look, I don't, I don't know if it'll happen in a week or six months or when, but I, I really hope it happens sooner rather than later and I really hope it can save lives because that would be... Do you know what? You know, James Dyson is an unbelievable human being. You've met him. We've, we've interviewed him. He's just an amazing man. He's a genius. He's one of those kind of eccentric geniuses. He's a bit, he's a bit yeah. strange, let's be clear, right? <laughs> but he's a bloody genius. And, yeah. you know, the, the, the his passion for that motor, which drives the vacuum and it gets yeah. better every year, that they went, well, let's put that in hand dryers and, you know, make those cleaner. Yeah. They're actually, let's they're make actually, a hair straightener. Yeah, let's, like, yeah. the, that, that's, that's just quite amazing. But, and this is a terrible thing to say, but if, if, if he pulls this off, when he dies... This yeah. will be this will this be will the be first the line of his obituary. This will be yeah. the thing. Yeah, if they can pull this off, if they can get a thousand of these yeah. into hospitals in the UK, let alone thousands more around the world, yeah. this will be the thing he's remembered for. Wow, and I think that's fantastic. That's brilliant, brilliant. But we are seeing a lot of, and you know, the the first part of the show was all about the dire stuff we're facing. But mm. 
some really feel good stories like this are coming yeah, to the absolutely. surface. And also, and, and it's not unusual now for like every email and you too that we get sent is like there's a COVID nineteen yeah. angle to it, and yeah. it's hard to avoid. And I do respect the fact that PR companies are reaching out to us and asking us, look, yep. what are you writing? Do you want what do you want to write to pitch you? So they're there as perplexed as anyone else, but there is occasionally some really good angles that come out of existing products. And one of them is uh, an Australian company called Unisono has created a product called the Sophie Hub. Now, this has been around for a while, but in terms of the current circumstances, this is an ideal solution for what we're facing right now. So you consider the fact that coronavirus is most dangerous to elderly Australians. And what they have to do is they have to be isolated. Uh, now, at the moment, if you even if your elderly parents, you can't see them. There's, if they're in an aged care home, even if they're in their own house, yeah. but the, the, their own children don't want to risk seeing them in case they get sick. So this product, the Sophie Hub is what it's called, allows you to sort of provide the care and attention you normally would without being there. You can remotely care for them. Yeah. So how it works is it, it sort of there's a central unit that looks like a smart speaker, sits in the middle of the house. There's six room sensors. So you put one in the bedroom, one in the bathroom, one in the kitchen. So the major rooms in the house. Yep. And what it does, it basically monitors their movements in the house. Mm-hmm. So it's not using audio. It's not using video. So their privacy is respected. Their dignity is respected. But it is smart enough to know how their, their daily movements, so it'll use a bit of AI machine learning, they okay, they normally spend this much time here, they normally do that, they've got a bit of a routine, and it learns this. So it reaches a point where if it notices any kind of, any sort of uh, correction or change, change to their routine, it asks them, are you okay? And are I think the, the example, and I've, I've, done, I've seen a lot of products on this mind, but this is a simple kind of, one one in all in solution but the, the the theory here is that if you know your elderly grandparent pretty much every day gets up between seven and eight just it's just always the way yeah. right but they haven't woken up there's been no movement outside of the house yeah outside in any other room uh after eight o'clock or an alert can go off yeah right so normally says oh uh, listen we notice you've been in this room for a while longer than normal are you okay press the button on top of the unit to say you're okay yeah and that's how this one works. So the yeah. Others would work different ways, but this one in particular says, okay, press the top button on the sensor and it'll know then you're okay. Yeah. If it doesn't have a response, then it alerts family members, carers, and just lets them know that yeah. there might be an issue. So, uh, But it, it goes beyond that. What I really like about it is it does things like remind them They've got a doctor's appointment today. You've oh, got a doctor's right. appointment yeah, at 3 yeah. o'clock. Or, oh, hang on, it's time so to take your medication. A, so it doesn't monitor audio, but it's got a speaker, so yeah, it can, it so can it let them know you. things. So, so I'll let, you know, you, uh, you you need to take your medication right now, or you've got a doctor's appointment, or, or oh, it's Trevor's birthday today. Be sure to wish him a happy birthday. Or yeah, get on the bloody phone. It'll read out a text message that they receive. Right. So things like that, which sort of goes beyond just it being a, mo- a movement sensor, it's also their kind of their, their butler as well, sort of yeah. their concierge as well to help them uh, get through and remember things, and do, it's been night tonight. Don't forget to take your bins out. Yeah. Things like that, where they are sort of they've got the backing there. They're they're not they're, they're, no one's holding their hand, but they're still getting that care, but without compromising their privacy, or even that they were able to stay in their own home rather than having to be moved into a nursing home yeah, or yeah. places like that. So, good on Sophie Hub, a product of an Australian company, uh, Unisono, and. That story is on techguide.com.au. Check it out. 
And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And as you mentioned earlier, if you are using your home internet more than you ever have before and noticing any speed issues or black spots in your home, there is a simple solution. It is called Netgear Orbi. O R B I. Orbi. Orbi is a, uh, a multiple um, box product. Basically, one little box, very nice looking little box, it sits next to your existing modem. Your existing internet modem, nothing needs to change there. It just plugs in. You use an app, you set it up, and you give it all the details you need. You create a new Wi-Fi network. The second box, again, good-looking thing. can sit on a bookshelf. It's very nice. Even my wife allows it in the, in the, in the home. Um, pa- plugs into PowerPoint only. Sits halfway through your house. They, they talk together, and the internet is shared across the entire home, in every room, in every spot, so you have no dead spots, and you have the full speed that you're getting from the modem all the way through the house. It is an absolute game changer. Both Stephen and I have been recommending these kind of products, let alone the Netgear Orbi, for many years, and I've never had someone say that it wasn't the best thing they ever did in terms of getting stuff sorted when it comes to internet in their home. So if you need one, if you need better internet at home, check it out, netgear.com.au. Well, Stephen, um, we used to have minute reviews. Remember when we did that? I remember back in the day. Yes, I do, Trev. Wow. Well, let's do <laughs> minute some... Minute reviews. Let's do some minute reviews. Um, we have two new products in uh, in our respective offices. Let's start with the iPad Pro. The iPad Pro is very nice. 2020, yeah. Like, it's a good device. Now, I, um, uh, unlike my normal self, went for the large screen, 12.9. You went big. And you know why I did that, Stephen? Why because this could be... The first time I genuinely believe that this is a, a laptop replacement. And I yeah. say that because of the way it was promoted, the way it was launched, the way it was announced. Everything was about, you know, this was this was getting closer to that 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 target. There's two things about this device that stand out other than some of the key things we'll talk about in a minute, but they are mouse and keyboard. I was yeah. able to pair a Microsoft mouse. I like the Microsoft mouse. It's one of those arc mouse. You know, you, they, they lie flat. You flick them open and they're an arc and they're turned on. It paired immediately with the with the, the iPad Pro. Um, it every time I wanted to use it, the mouse was automatically paired. There was no issue with that at all. I love it, and I love the way they've integrated the mouse. Rather than just being a pointer, it's a little dot on the screen. Yeah, and when which, the dot, which sort of indicates like your finger on the screen. Yeah, and you, and the dot when it rolls over something that you could click turns into the action of the click. The keyboard hasn't been released yet. That's yeah. not coming out until I, May, I, right? I would have, I'm going to review it again when that comes 100%, out. 100%. I'm the same. Yeah, because so it, we're both it really... Using, we're both yeah. using the smart keyboard, Yeah, but this is last year's smart keyboard. Yeah. This is good, but it's an iPad keyboard. The new Magic Keyboard is the MacBook keyboard yeah. and a trackpad. Scissor mechanism. And, yeah, the, like, so the actual keys, keys. Yeah. It's, it's a MacBook keyboard. Yeah, it's brilliant. So it's backlit. That's why it's so expensive. feels like a keyboard. It's $500. <laughs> yeah. And I reckon, and the other thing is it, it has this mechanism so the iPad actually sits like it's elevated. It hovers above the keys, genius. yeah. I think it looks good. But it also I has a USB-C port in it too, so you can charge and, 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 and also get the pass-through, but pass-through. also use the can, the one on the device for to connect other things. I I just feel like while the device is amazing right now, and it is, it's it's a good device. It's more powerful than before. Um, it, it can do things, and we'll talk about the cameras in a second. It's it's actually not a reason to upgrade right now because iOS thirteen point four or whatever it's going to be yeah. will have the mouse support for existing iPad Pros, right? Yeah. So when the keyboard comes, this genuinely becomes a solid laptop replacement. So I, I think I'm with you. We'll probably review it again come yeah. keyboard time. I've got some thoughts, though, Trevor. Yeah, I've got some thoughts here. <coughs> um, 
The trackpad and mouse support yep. is great. Yep. But it doesn't go the whole way. Right. There are a lot of things you can't do um, with not only the mouse and the trackpad, like even highlighting text sort of takes a little bit, there's, there's a bit more effort to it. Right. Um, you know, you've got a touchscreen if, if all else fails. You've got a touchscreen right in front of you. But the the mouse, how it operates, and the trackpad, um, great for scrolling, great for doing lots of things. But if, you, if you're sort of working in text-based things, it's, it's not quite as easy as using it on a laptop. Because... The actual gestures have not changed on the screen. It's still the iPad yeah. is operating like it's a finger doing it. It's that's just, right. That's right. That's it's, half the problem, I yes. reckon. But the other thing too, and and I mentioned this in my review, there are no keyboard shortcuts. Yeah, right. Like so imagine stuff. if you go Alt A, selects everything, or Control A, whatever it is on a yeah, yeah. keyboard. What you got a magic really? keyboard? Why don't you do that? It doesn't did. do that. No, I, I tried it all. Doesn't yeah. have it. So that, that's what a laptop does. Yep. But in this instance, you've got to you know, you've got to and use you know, other commands. If they want this to be a laptop replacement, it's got to do all those things. Well, this is the thing, and it's still it's as close as you're going to get to a touchscreen MacBook because regular MacBooks not going to do it. Okay. So, are you just, did you select all or what? Did Command you do? A, and it worked. Yeah. It didn't work in Word. Ah, uh, mate. Yeah. I'm in Notes. Maybe and it's all their native yeah, stuff. There yeah, you maybe, go. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Well. I have to edit my review there then, but it was in Word. But um, the other thing too, and I think it's 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 a kind of uh, giving with one hand and taking away with the other. <laughs> Having the USB C port on the on the iPad, which is great for connecting stuff. So I connected a Samsung SSD drive, right? Yes. Recognized it. Yep. Tried to play the file off the disk, off the drive. Yeah, no, no can do, mate. That's Apple's way of telling you. You're not going to cheat the system and buy a 64 gig iPad Pro and then just plug in an SSD drive, mate. You're Which going to have to drag it off and it, play that file. It's it's you know it's such an arrogance. But that's what that what this is what I would be more comfortable. I know Apple want to charge you more for more memory. Great, but why? It's got they, more why memory. Do they Let's make, be clear. It's got double. Yeah, the it memory has got. As well, well you, you get one terabyte now or two terabytes. Yeah, one terabyte. Yeah. So right, you get one terabyte. <coughs> why don't they make it so that they only have one size? One one model, okay. One terabyte's all you can buy, yeah. but then allow to add the drive. So have one size, no, max Steve, it out, Stephen, and have the drive the as a backup. The only way to remove the arrogance is just to let you use the drive. Okay, but just they're not, they're not the going to do that. But they don't. They're not going to let you do that. I mean, you can see yeah. the files. So you knew that Oft, already. Often you, you can do that. often you can move the files across. Yeah, no, you to play the file. Say a video file. Say you got a video file. Say you've been shooting. Yeah. You use SSD drive to play that video. You've got to drag it to a file, which is a few steps, a lot of keystrokes. Yeah. It's not as easy as just dragging and dropping to a desktop. Mm. There's a lot of keystrokes, and then you can view it. And it's brilliant. When you watch it, it's, it looks amazing. But there's that. That's the, that's the hitch for people thinking, I'm throwing away the laptop. Yeah. Those little little 10 percenters yeah. are what add up to this not being – this is close uh, – I think my heading is it's as much a laptop as a tablet, is as close as you're going to get it's, at the moment. Well, that's – you know, but it's, it's the not closest, there yet. Still, it's the closest Apple's been. Yeah, but the question they're is, they're edging closer. You know, and if you're going to put yeah. it against the Surface Pro, which is where it rightly needs to sit, it's a long way. Surface Pro does all. Surface Pro's got full version of Windows on. Yeah, it. so it's not like this is. If imagine if they ran Mac OS on this, well, then that's, it would be a miracle. But they're the, not the because big, the they big, want you to buy a MacBook. Correct. 
this is a different product. So it's kind of, and I can understand the use of this, and that's why AR is such a big deal. You know the funny the thing? LiDAR. LiDAR, they made its head top-line feature because they want AR. They want the games. They want that tactile, hold-in-your-hand usage. This thing's probably powerful enough to run Mac OS. Let's be clear. Easily. Easily I mean? powerful enough. Like, yeah. it's got everything there. Has anyone hacked it? Has anyone ever hacked it? Has. No wonder. Some nerd would have shown. Yeah, wow. So, camera looks like an iPhone 11. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you've got the, you know, the wide and the ultra wide. Holy wise is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it it's, is it's amazing, an though. Camera. And I know you're, I know you think you look down your nose at people who take photos with tablets, right? I know that this is part of what, what you've always mentioned that you look like a goose taking a photo with a tablet. Am I wrong or not? Yeah, no, absolutely. You, okay, right. But I've got to say, I was so impressed. I got a photo of me taking a photo on my story. See this? See this? I got Ziggy. I'm taking a photo of Ziggy, right? See yeah. how big? Look at the size of the screen you've got at your fingertips there to frame up your photo, which. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's taking a photo of him with his iPad, oh, which is really amazing. It's not like you're used to seeing that so small with your iPhone, but look at the size of that. But now, why do I need it makes that? me want to take more photos and really? shoot videos. It did, yeah. <laughs> you're taking a photo of you taking just, a photo. No, I'm just looking at it going, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't see the... Oh, it was amazing. See the big deal? Yeah. I, I really I really think that's going to be a big feature that a lot of people are going to use. I think it's going to convince them that... This is well. The quality wise is there, eh? Quality wise, it's almost yeah. up there with the iPhone 11. It's pretty much an so iPhone 11. So it's an camera, iPhone 11 dual camera system. So I, I think that people are going to really embrace this because of the qualities there. Video wise, I reckon it's fantastic as well. There's a little flash went off there. Flash, yeah. So it's a uh, rubbish it's photo. Pretty good. What are you taking a photo? Of? What are you taking yeah, a look, photo of? Like, look at that because it flashed. I don't think it should have flashed. Yeah. It's a bit flat. Yeah. But, uh, look, camera, go on to the next level there. I, th- I really like that, and I'm, I enjoyed taking photo. The, the actual photo of Ziggy's there as well. Look at him, the cute boy. Oh, but he's <laughs> By the but way, the, I learned uh, something tonight. People, dogs don't social distance, and it's a big disadvantage. Yeah, well, they can't get coronavirus getting either. Getting you apparently. and your Star Wars connection in, Stephen. Smile. <laughs> Mate, I feel completely uncomfortable taking photos with an iPad, and that's okay. never going to change. Well, it's just not. I'm it's sorry. uh, it's let's it's one thousand three hundred twenty nine starting price for the eleven inch. Yeah, one thousand six hundred forty nine for the twelve point nine inch. And I did a bit of math here, Trev. You did. I did a bit of math. Does that adding, make grinding noise? Adding, <laughs> adding up, I had the twelve point nine inch iPad Pro. Yeah, one terabyte. Yeah. with the Magic Keyboard. Yeah, it's going to be more than three thousand dollars, and that's 3, more. Something that's isn't? more expensive than the thirteen inch MacBook Pro. Yes, but the MacBook Pro. Doesn't have touch a touch screen. screen. See how they see how it's like. You know what it reminds you of? You know when you're trying to configure your Foxtel pack. If you get movies, <laughs> if you get movies, you get this. <laughs> if you get your lifestyle, you get this. So you think stuff it. I'm just going to get all of them. <laughs> it's you know what I mean. How you're kind of sat stuck Harry, between the two. Sat Harry down, and we'll get to the MacBook Air in a second. But just on the touch screen, I sat Harry down at his desk for, for yep. school home homeschool. Mac, MacBook Air sits down. First thing he does, I hear, hear him from the other room. Oh, it's not a touchscreen. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "You ungrateful little." <laughs> I was just wondering about you know what I was wondering about little Jackson, the young Jacko, hmm. right? And how he's how old is he now? Uh, Jacko's thirteen. He's thirteen and a half now. You know what an idiot 13. I am? I gave him the MacBook Pro. Okay, MacBook idiot. Pro, or MacBook Air. Pro. Oh wow! I got home today and uh, okay. last night to edit a video. Went oh. 
But I, I was thinking, like, with all this, like, he's stuck at home, right? Yeah. Or, like, he, he's coming to that age where he's sort of, you know, this is discover, discovering the opposite sex. And, you know, all this social distancing is going to totally cruel him. Social cruel distancing. Cruel him. <laughs> that is such a funny thing to say. It's going to really, really get in the way of things that normally happen when you're about that age. You know what I mean? Can I just let you in on, <laughs> on a little secret? Jackson's my son. I know he's your son. He's, yeah. Nothing's going to be cruel. Why? Because oh, he's me. He couldn't give a rat's. Why? Oh, mate. Couldn't on, give mate. a rat's. Hang on, mate. When he, mate, he's watching now, 13 and a half. Yeah. But when he's 14, 15, mate, he's growing. He's a good, good looking young kid, mate. Don't worry. The things will kick in when they have to kick in, and then you'll be thinking, right, okay. What do we got to do with this? A new thing you got to deal with. Keep me informed, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> living, it's called living vicariously. Yeah, isn't oh, it? Through, uh, Hello. Yeah. yeah but, anyway. You know, I'm just, I just, I just thought of that. I'm thinking, what, what, what would it be like growing up with this? Like having to, in a world where you've got to stay two meters from people. Now, there's like going to be a lot of photos exchanged. Okay. Could okay. you imagine? Yeah. Could, the stat I want, apart from the toilet paper stat, is Snapchat. Yeah. Private messaging. I bet you that's Ooh. gone through the roof. Ooh, I bet. Hello. I bet. There'd be you, some sourcing material phone, there. You check his phone. Yeah, but Snapchat disappears, mate. Uh, but his camera roll, nothing too uh, mate, risque, he, mate. Mate, there's photos of Formula One cars and stuff. He's, really? Okay. He's, he's me. He's an innocent little boy, isn't he? He he's me. Good luck to him. He's he's a simple. <laughs> uh, he's a good kid. <laughs> How's he going at school? Is he going all right? He's going all right. Enjoying it? I think What's he's year eight now? He's year eight, and I think he's loving being at home. Oh, why yeah. wouldn't they? Imagine yeah. kids saying, school's off. Yeah, yeah. They'd be, be punching the air. Oh, thinking, do, oh, do a bit of, it's basically just it's 100% homework. Can you imagine you were 13 and they says, look, school's cancelled. And you'd be thinking, well, it's I'd like with like, a lotto. I'd be like, good, I didn't have anyone to speak to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's a popular kid, isn't he, mate? He goes all right. Yeah. He goes all right. Okay. Anyway, two blokes talking to Well, what about that bonus show? The bonus show. That what, fifteen, start, minute, that at 15 minutes at the start really did. Uh, that's that's and and that's you know what? <clears throat> Considering we're an essential service, that's bonus material, isn't it? Free bonus material <laughs> from an essential service. That's a pretty good deal, don't that's you reckon? In these times, don't you reckon? <laughs> essential service. Well, one thing you're going to maybe have a bit more time to listen to the show because you're not going to be on a bus. You're not going to be... No. You, you can sit at home. I'm hoping... Send us a photo people, of where you're listening. Yeah, because I was a bit worried uh, even when I recorded the Tech Guide podcast. I was thinking, I'm sure a lot of people listen to me on the go. Like, they yeah. listen to me on the train, or on the bus, or at the gym, or I don't know. When I love the way you're using a plural. <laughs> <laughs> well, the five people that listen to Tech Guide... Um, I'm just wondering whether that would affect, but no, numbers seem to be okay. People, I think people have more time to to listen to stuff. Yeah, I think people have downtime that yeah. they would have otherwise done other things. So yeah, yeah they're looking. Hopefully they've subscribed. The hopefully they've subscribed and they're getting those um, pesky reminders that there's pesky. a new show to to download. But pesky anyway, what are we talking about? The MacBook Air, the new 2020 MacBook Air. Well, Apple, when you look back at this, it's pretty bold of them, mate. In this all amid, amid all amid all this chaos. They've come through with these two amazing products. They well, thought, here we go. Let me ask you a question. Business as usual. Do you think, fast forward two weeks, they still would have done what they did? Like, I think this this is Probably rapidly not. so changing. Yeah. I'm not sure they would have. Well, they. I reckon this release was planned before Christmas. Oh, absolutely. They would have known it was coming, absolutely. end of March. But um, I don't know whether they're going to be able to meet stock levels. I don't know how they're travelling no. with their pre-orders. How are they going? 
Uh, Apple sort of not not too generous with that kind of information. That no. sort of they don't share that. But uh, we'd be keen to know if you guys are ordering an iPad Pro or a new MacBook Air. Whether yeah, let us know. they've got uh, you, it's arrived on time. You've got to wait a month. We don't know what's going on there. We've had our review units for more than a week now. So uh, the MacBook Air, though, I've got to say, has really really big leap from last year. Yeah, it's become. Uh, how I described it in my review was that it it was the you know you you they bred about a laptop. But it was for the user who had to sometimes require maybe a bit more power. Yeah, were probably forced to buy a MacBook Pro. Yeah, I've been and, testing. And I've been testing the i5 version, so it's not the uh, absolute base, um, and it's all I need. There's just no doubt. I mean, I don't do video editing on the go. I just use it as like a like if yeah, I urgently a, need to clip some stuff, do thing. some things. Yeah. yeah, so I wouldn't use it as an all all the time machine for that sense. But you know, like. More power, more storage, hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. Uh, at the base, at the base level, basically, you know, better graphics performance is is giving yeah. you the video capabilities. Same Retina display, same size screen, yep. same thinner and, light design. And I don't know what the fifteen hundredth evolution of their amazing keyboard. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like <laughs> like if someone's probably done, there's probably a blog about it. But yeah. Th- that remember when they first launched the MacBook and it was this you know revolutionary keyboard. Then they did a MacBook yeah. revision with a different keyboard. Then they went to a MacBook Pro with a, another yeah. evolution. Like I feel like it's evolved five times. I was I was recalling and in it's my good story. Uh, I think it's good now. Oh yeah, it is. It's, I think they've now. It. But stop I evolving the keyboard. Well, but the uh, the design though, what I respect about it is they've basically stuck true to the design from since. Like I was in the audience of MacWorld 2008 when this was launched. Out of the Manila file, out of the yeah, envelope. out of the interoffice envelope. And let me tell you what the, people think about that and go, yeah. At the time, that was an absolute jaw-dropping moment yes, because oh, at the time, and you can watch this on YouTube. The, the thinnest, lightest laptop was some Sony TZ laptop, right? But when when he pulled this out of the envelope and compared the specs, it, it was it was absolutely unbelievable that yeah. the thinnest part of the Sony laptop was still thicker than the thickest part of the MacBook Air. Yeah. So just, just to give you an idea of that, just how seismic a change that was, and it started a space race then with all the companies trying to do the same thing. And here's Apple. This device has hardly changed over the years. It's probably got a little bit thinner, mm. but it's still one of their top-selling laptops. I, it's funny. I, I think I mentioned to you before the show, I did that interview with the industry mob. And I'm trying to find the bit, but I was, I was asked the question about, you know, how's it changed or something, and I... I feel like that what you just mentioned about jaw dropping, mm. like we don't have that anymore. No. That's it the biggest problem with our industry now, is yeah. that the leaks are so the leaks are so intense yeah. that we simply don't have the the kind of excitement of yeah. of the days gone by. You, do you know we? what it's like? You know what it's like? It's like going to the movies today, right? And seeing all the may the amazing special effects. You think, yeah. That's what you expect yeah, now. It's, it's got to be that Go way. Go back to Star Wars in 1977 when they're thinking, how the hell are they doing that? That was a similar thing back when the MacBook well, Air came Let me counter. I, I agree that was a revolutionary moment and the design is revolutionary. But I, when I was reviewing this, I had, I've got the 13-inch MacBook Pro as well. They're exactly the same size. Screen width, or thickness? Width. Like I'm talking yeah. physical device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closed. Yep. Width, depth. Everything except the thickness. The MacBook Air, I'm going to say, is like a millimetre thicker. Yeah. But it's just that tapering off that makes it look so yeah. good. 
I actually think that the MacBook is missed in the yeah. in the lineup because of its it was so thin. Whereas the MacBook Air, because you remember that my my the MacBook Air that I own, that I bought like six years ago, is the 11 inch, yeah. tiny little thing, and it just has a Retina display. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tiny thing, very thin. Yeah, I actually think sort of had like a 16 by nine screen, didn't it? Like oh, a I like th- a movie size screen. No, I don't. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. It was, remember, it was like a very very old. Yeah. My point is, I think they need an 11 inch. You reckon? They won't do it. They've got a 13, so 13 Air, 13 Pro, and a 16 Pro. 15? Come on. Yeah, I think the 13-inch MacBook Air has always been the big yeah. the big brother of the 11-inch. And I think the 11-inch is a, is a thinner and more appealing device. Yeah, but do you think but, there's enough gap between... In the, in the world with the iPad and the smart keyboards, you don't yeah, need it. So, yeah. I, so I understand. I but do, that, do but you think there's enough gap between this over new there. MacBook Air and the 13-inch no. MacBook Pro? No, I think They're that's a real struggle. Yeah, Bec- so and the, that's the, my, my point about that is... That weight, size, there is no advantage yeah. here. Yeah. But I think it's just, it's just the, a touch bar. The distinction is... Touch is, bar, mate. Yeah, but I don't understand, but it's in the name as well. Anyway. The, the distinction is there that if you are a pro-level user, that's what you need to use. If you're a your average, everyday user who you can get away with the MacBook Air. You don't need to... I reckon... What, what I described it in my review, I said, for those... Remember I was telling you about those borderline customers who thought the old MacBook Air couldn't really handle that, that occasional video editing, so they were forced to get the MacBook Pro yep. for that occasional... I, I called it... You know, breaking an egg with a sledgehammer. They needed the odd time where they needed all this power for yep. small, you know, short short usage. But MacBook Air, I think, has got their back now. I think it's going to be really helpful for that customer who will get away with having that and, and it covering all their needs. Yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm a, it just, yeah, the gap between the Pro and the Air. It's I getting closer. No, it's getting closer. But well, how how do you? Let's see. That's Apple's problem is that they've got they've got to make they can't just keep releasing the same MacBook Air every year. Like what are they going to do next year when this is going to be twice as fast again? Unless the MacBook Pro is going to really get better it, in its its It time. needs to be thinner. The MacBook Air. Yeah. So you reckon they're working on a different design or with something? With a touchscreen. <laughs> MacBook Air with a touchscreen. An LTE. Never happen. Well, that's what I was thinking too. But an LTE LTE would be a feature you have on the MacBook Pro. I don't no, think it's I a disagree. feature for the MacBook Air. No, I disagree. The Pro user. Is simply portable with their with their office with their in terms work, of video editing and not stuff. Their connection. The air yeah, user right. is going to bloody cafes and parks and da 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 da. So okay. I think the air is where you put the four G modem. Really, but that that that'll and then the make screen. it as much as expensive as a MacBook Pro. Then it might. Yeah, interesting, interesting uh, dilemma there. I reckon. Mate, obviously, if I was CEO of Apple, the company'd yeah. be broke by now. <laughs> but that, and that's why they do what they do. Yeah, we, we can't really. Judge them, but but it's interesting to speculate that because I I reckon that's a great feature. I think we've had this discussion yeah, before. Why the, the hell? The Galaxy Guess. Why the hell hasn't Apple done this? We we asked at the time, yeah. and you reckon the MacBook Air would be the ideal one for that? Perfect spot to do it. Okay, especially head head with the Galaxy. Well, the, I reckon they should just to settle the bet. Then put them in everything. Put them in all of them. It's not going to happen. All of them. Not going to happen. You don't reckon they'll do that? So they ju- they'll just leave the iPad having a. If SIM they were going to do it, they would have done it by now. They've well, known how to put SIM cards in things since 2007. Yeah, yeah that's just true. And they've gotten smaller <laughs> over the years, the SIM cards. but So, you know, it's yeah. not really an issue. Okay. Anyway, our full reviews of the MacBook Air 2020 generation are at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Jeez, we can jibber, can't we? Yeah, well, uh, checks in the mail, obviously. Everyone's yeah, going to yeah. send a check for the extra... Extra content. Extra that's content. Right. yeah. yeah. 
Essential service. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Essential. What about if ScoMo says, right, two blokes, shut them down? Well, then the next day they'll be outraged and you'll turn they'll back on outraged, like you did yeah. the hairdressers. Yeah, 30 minutes. You, see that? you can't get your hair cut in 30 minutes. You know what? Can't do it. Stupid. Oh, I can. What are you talking about? <laughs> you get cut in five, hair cut in five minutes. What, what, you? Yeah, women can't. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that was the dumbest thing he's ever done, reversing that decision. Yeah. Well, because you look like you're bowing to the pressure. Do you know what? Live without a frigging haircut, people. For a month. Yeah. Yeah. Or two. You reckon? Yeah. There'll be a lot of funky haircuts out there, mate. So, mate, I'm I I'm not lying. I'm driving here thinking, like, if in the next few days or weeks they go into lockdown proper and hairdressers are not part of that, I'm gonna look pretty weird. Yeah, we like, all we all will. Yeah. But ha- and, then and I'm you, not trusting myself then, or anyone in my family to do a bit of a trim. And no, what's no, go- what's going to happen? The saying, "I'm not here for a haircut," is just going to die. <laughs> Forget it. You can't I, say that anymore. I'm not I, here for a haircut. I honestly thought as I was driving here, I was thinking, I wonder. I wonder if the same rule applies to the Channel 9 hairdresser, the bloke that oh. does the hair and the, oh, the makeup. He, does room. he look after you, does he? Well, no, he never has, but oh. do you reckon I can ask? Hey, mate, he's 20. Can you give me a trim? <laughs> Would he charge more than 20? I don't know. Shout Why don't you ask him, mate? Shout out to the Channel 9 hairdresser. <laughs> um, I, I bet you Carl Stefanovic doesn't pay for his haircuts, mate. Oh, no, no. That, that's, I, I'm not... not yeah, I'm not saying anything. Either, yeah, no, they that they 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 trim their hair they, every week. Of course they do. Yeah, You're right. Just to keep it like mowing the lawn, you have got to keep it the same length every week. Yeah, this is getting real weird. <laughs> I think I think I'm delirious. Oh, I'm yeah? Not, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think I should try and upload this tonight? It's very late. It's up to you, mate. I'll give it a whirl. Give See it. What no, do it tomorrow, mate. Tomorrow, go to bed, mate. Go to bed. Self isolate. And what happened? What do you do in self isolation? <laughs> Stays in self isolation. I say. <laughs> I don't mind a bit of self-isolation every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving every minute of it, Jerry. I'm out. Um, <laughs> two blokes talking tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Stephen and I will continue social distancing next week on episode 430. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Send us your tweets. Send us photos of where you're listening. Send us just say good day. Like let's let's yeah, come on. Let's keep the conversation going so that we, we don't all feel. Uh, like strangers. Maybe we should have a... Uh, tell like us a, that we're an essential service. We Back a, us up, will you? We should have a group video chat next week with all the fans. Why not? Why not? We'll get a Zoom happening. If they're still listening at this point in the podcast, they are de- definitely That's true. big Cause fans. Because it, it was pretty obvious five minutes ago we were done. Yes. So <laughs> if you hung on, if you hung on, wait for the credits, then... Yeah. <laughs> Put uh, that two, cup of tea on and we'll still be talking. Two Blokes Talking Tech was recorded at the Tech Guide <laughs> Studios featuring Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig. Uh, audio production by Trevor Long. Uploads by Trevor Long. Stephen, well, he just brings the jokes. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig.